0: what's up everyone welcome to the wake before the day podcast this is clark and bobby jean so
1: glad you're here let's get started Hey everyone, it's Wednesday, November 4th. Good morning. It's a new day. Your mercies are new for you here today. Um, We are actually recording this Tuesday at 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know this is going to be a big night and there's a lot that goes with tonight. And so just so you know, we don't know anything about it. And last
0: night for you as you're listening to this, we're recording this without knowing (laughs) the results of the election or what's going on. So we just say that as um, a disclaimer that we don't know what's going to happen the next couple hours. So Please don't judge us by what we talk about in this
1: podcast. Well, because, yeah, what we're going to talk about is the book of Matthew chapter 18, but that isn't, it's still a great day, it and is. Jesus is King and Lord over life, and as we're going Grandpa, to talk about that. As
0: Grandpa Corver always says, Pastor Harold, if God didn't die, He's still on the throne, Everything's going to be okay. And folks, God is still alive, and He's still on His throne. So just a couple takeaways from today, Matthew 18. I want to kick it off just looking at verse 4. This was very convicting. I'm going to kick it. I'm going to kick it it real good. Uh, (laughs) Verse 4, Jesus is redefining greatness. How do you and I uh, redefine greatness? Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. oftentimes you think accolades, you think wealth, you think position and power. For me, I think of the GOAT debates. Yes, you heard me right, GOAT, G-O-A-E-T, not the animal. It's actually an acronym for the greatest of all time and often used to describe the debate between Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan is the greatest, just so you know. Tom in case Brady. You're asking. Yeah, Tom Brady that's, is the goat of football. <laughs> uh, Tiger Woods in golf. Many of these people, there's debates for the goat. Who is the greatest? And when you look at their um, resumes, that's what's brought up to determine who is, in fact, the greatest. And they look at how many championships they've won. How many rings, how many MVPs, how many conference titles, divisional, how many, you know, and it's Jesus is like, Hey guys, listen up. Let me redefine this to you. Unless one of you becomes like a little child, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the Mm -hmm. kingdom of heaven. And just a reminder, the kingdom of heaven is where Jesus Christ rules and reigns. And so if Christ is in your heart, if he's in your home, he's in your relationships, Jesus is saying, you want to be great? Be like a child have the faith of a child, mm-hmm. um, serve in humility, um, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Jesus talks about in other passages. That's what he's get, getting at here. And he says, lastly, whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And so when it comes to greatness, <laughs> um, yeah, this challenge to redefine what greatness is.
1: Right, yeah. And uh, honestly, just one quick note. I mean, when you think about who people who have had the most impact in your life, people who have um, spoken into your life greatly or who have— um, caused for some kind of shift or, um, gift in your life. You know, like Clark said, it's there's these athletes or people out there that are, have a lot or do a lot, but it's really people in your lives that are just intimate that are, that are serving in your life that play these huge roles mm-hmm. that are, you know, anyway, I was just thinking about grandma's birthday. Yeah. So sure. it was Gigi's birthday last week and she's somebody, um, how old is grandma? Eight, 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 I don't know if eight, we're uh, allowed yeah, to say yeah, that.
0: No, 32. No, <laughs> no. Sorry grandma if you're listening to this.
1: Um, Anyway, she's somebody that I think we look to and just think, wow. Yeah. Has such...
0: fulfilled a, a biblical um, definition of greatness. Yeah. Servitude, humility, and love. Yeah. Just representing Jesus really well. Yeah. And so I guess a question you can ask yourself today as you read this is, how do you define greatness? Yeah. But the next section we also kind of talked about a little bit, and that's, Jesus has some intense language here regarding those who cause other people to
1: stumble. What word is that?
0: Verses 6 through 9. You want to read that for us? Talk about about throwing people in the water with a rock around their neck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of these things that cause people to sin. Such things must come. Such things must come. But woe to the man through whom they come. Ooh.
0: You know, I think of Aladdin, the Disney movie, when Jafar tricks him and locks him up and throws him in the ocean with that stone around his ankles. But what Jesus is getting at here is, like, way bigger. Like, we're talking tons, literally tons of weight.
1: Hmm. So,
0: around your neck, too, not your feet. Yeah. So, Jesus is saying, I have there's severe punishment when you cause people to sin. And so Mm. with that, for me, I'm thinking some of the most common things pastorally we bump into, there are so many situations where alcohol is involved, not against Mm. alcohol. Jesus went to a wedding and multiplied alcohol. He he is a wedding crasher, quote unquote. (laughs) But what I am saying is it has to be used wisely. And when it's not, there's nothing but pain. Um, television what you can watch and not watch what food you can eat gambling like there there needs to be um, a mindfulness and awareness of who we're around Mm -hmm. and then asking Mm -hmm. ourselves this might be permissible but is this beneficial to me and to them Mm -hmm. and so just being mindful of your audience because maybe the show you're watching doesn't do anything for you but it might set someone else off into a a trail of sin Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. might be able to have a beer the person next to you might be tempted to have five
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: Playing cards and you know whatever it might be cool. It might lead someone else to taking a mm-hmm. irrational amount of money out on the credit card and and go gamble it away. So I think for me this hits home. Last fall, um, the Holy Spirit reminded me of an instance in college where to me it was not a huge deal to the people I was with. It wasn't a huge deal, but what happened was a big deal to one individual, and I did not handle it well. And so I've been. Mm-hmm. I graduated in two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. This is 2019 when this happened. I was able to track down this number and call this dude up and, and seek his forgiveness because, again, um, I did him wrong, and it, it was a big deal to him in, in that yeah, situation. Yep. So he was so gracious and kind, but realizing that the gravity of what Jesus is saying is here, don't cause those around you to sin. Don't put a stumbling block in front of them. You know? And so that, that I'm trying to take those words very yeah. seriously and just be mindful of who am I with and is what we're doing helpful. Well, um, and, do you have anything you'd add?
1: Just, you should take him seriously because Jesus is taking it seriously. He's talking about, you know, if your hand causes you to sin, if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away in the next verses. It's better for you to enter your life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eyes cause you to sin, gouge them out and throw them away. It's better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the hell of fire. And so, and like what you said about the millstone, like there's, there really is a seriousness here too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to be encouragers. We want to help people just toward Jesus. Yeah. We don't want to cause people to sin. Yeah, and help so them
0: become the man and woman God created them to be. So, First question today is, are we, how are you redefining greatness? The second one is, are you aware of who's around you and what they're struggling with? Mm-hmm. And the things that you're partaking in for social reasons, for fun, is that helpful? Mm-hmm. Is that beneficial? Is that edifying? Is that uplifting? Mm-hmm. I guess only you could answer that question, but that's something I'm trying to
1: always evaluate myself. That was good. Where I'm going to kind of camp a little bit just for the last couple minutes here is actually verses 15 through 20. And so I'll, I'll touch on a little bit of them, but essentially it's talking about um, actually uh, church discipline a little bit. That's and always <laughs> a fun conversation. And what I want to point out though is like why this is so helpful. So this is verse 15. If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault just between the two of you if he listens to you you have won your brother over so i'll stop there what why that's so helpful and i just thank you jesus for that because um he's talking about this is actually a private thing at first if your brother oh we got somebody waking up from nap time hey
0: that's all right i'll go handle it you keep talking. okay Easy.
1: baby and is awake the baby. <laughs> um this is just such a gracious, gracious thing that Jesus is talking about. If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault just between the two of you. So this is in private. They're saying if, if you um, feel hurt, if there has some, been something um, of a, a brother that's come against you, then um, go talk to them about it. I think often sometimes, you know, I'm going to use this word and I have quotations up. If you could see me, you would see this. A lot of times we process with other people and, I do think that with trusted people, that can be a helpful thing to process maybe some type of hurt or confrontation. Um, but I think what is most helpful is if you go directly to that person, because sometimes, and I would actually say in my experience, they don't know that they did that, or maybe they did that. And this is a time to step in with truth and love and say, that hurt me. And, and maybe you do need to quote, Process before that happens, but I would encourage you to do that with a safe person, um, not to do that with someone that would um, share your processing. And so, uh, a friend of ours, Alicia Vandenbosch, uh, hey Alicia, if you're listening, miss you guys. (laughs) She had this great quote in Couples Ministry a while ago, and I was actually recalling that as I read this. Thank you. Oh, got Kit Kat and Baby Quinn are here. (laughs) Alicia's quote was like this, that she, um, knows that her friends and people in her life are, um, are pro Greg, they're pro her husband, meaning they're for him so that if she's going to, you know, bring anything up in her marriage, which she should do to be in, in a healthy, um, friendships that her friends are going to be pro they're for greg they're not going to be tearing him down when she's talking and processing something and so that's just um a helpful community to go and those are safe people to talk about and so then as jesus continues talking he you know if that doesn't help do this if that doesn't help do this um and he's talking about you know gathering one or two more people and then he says to go to the church and then um at the end here i do want to end on this verse this, these are verses um I'll end with verse 20, um, 19 and 20. And again, I tell you that if two of you ask on earth, um, agree about anything you ask for, it will be done in heaven by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. And so I think sometimes Clark and I were processing a little we bit about this about verse. Misunderstandings. <laughs> yeah. Clark's saying, talk about the misunderstandings. And as we processed it, there, there seems to be misunderstandings when people throw this verse out there, you know, for where two or three are come together in my name. Um, I'm there. And that kind of seems like this, this place that's, um, you know, maybe God wasn't present before. And so there's this, there's, misconception that if we're in agreement then god's here now but he wasn't here before and so that's not what this is saying um and then also uh, what's this clark then god is present with them
0: oh well, yeah it's as if it's as if there are two or three are gathered god wasn't there before but now he is present did i yeah. say that yeah what's the other thing i wrote down i
1: don't know you wrote down something i can't really read your in agreement god will bless it
0: oh yeah It's as if like if two or three people are in agreement, then now we're going to get our prayers answered. We're in agreement. So God's going to do his thing. (laughs) That's not exactly how it works
1: either. Right. So actually this verse is. Oh, can I see that? Thank you. This verse is talking about church discipline and repentance. And this saying when two or three are coming together, and we're seeking the Lord, we're seeking to be like-minded. Then definitely the Lord is in that. There's an ESV Study Bible quote that sounds like this: Jesus affirms that He will be divinely present among His disciples as they seek unity in rendering decisions. And so that's just a little encouragement today. Is um, sometimes those conversations are difficult and awkward and hard, and and um, the in the end though I would I would say that they're really healing. And they're actually holy. They're holy conversations that Jesus is encouraging us to have. So thanks so much for listening, you guys. I'm going to go uh, help change a diaper. And we're going to play some games. And I hope you are okay. blessed today. Go ahead and read Matthew 18 because I know you're going to meet the I Lord. I just changed a
0: diaper. It's oh, all done. Okay, great. God bless <laughs> you all. Have a fantastic week. The Lord
1: bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day!